The guru is live. Good morning, good Friday morning, which is the opening of the real estate week. Always Friday is when we start making our money. We prepared ourselves all week and we're ready to get out there and start making money. And today we're going to be talking about access to the home and safety. I'm not talking the kind of safety that we did on, did just recently, where you know you have to be safe and watch who you're going to a home with and, and all that kind of thing and, and criminals and things. I'm talking about safety going up and down ramps, safety to the backyard, gates, ingress, egress, all of that kind of thing that is important to your clients when they say, well, does it have easy access? What does easy access actually mean to your client when they make that statement? We're going to tear this apart, find out how to build your business bigger than ever before or ever even imagined right after this. So, Ron, what does it mean, seven minutes to a new career? Well, in seven minutes, we can have a cup of coffee. We can talk career goals and how we're going to help you make the biggest career move in your life. That's right. There's a lot of things that Mountain Hood Realty has to offer, and Rod is a ball of energy. I love the career, and I want to share with you my passion for building your business bigger than you ever thought it could be. Come spend seven minutes with us. We look forward to it. Talk to you soon. The guru is back. Okay, here we go. Grab your cup of coffee this morning. I know I've got my Black Rifle Coffee Company coffee going this morning. <clears throat> well, that, about, that about choked me. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> wow, went down the wrong pipe this morning. Here we are on a Friday morning. My coffee's going down the wrong pipe. <clears throat> okay. We're talking client safety. When you take, when a client says to you, I need easy access. What does easy access actually mean to that particular client? You know, all of this 27 years ago came home to roost for your guru when I became blind through a, a situation of having a slight tumor. And all of a sudden I found myself blind and I never thought about access at that point in time, like I do today, <clears throat> and, <clears throat> excuse me, and you don't have to be blind to be thinking about access. You can have wheelchair issues, walker issues, be elderly, frail, or what we call in law, the HL skull doctrine, which is the person is just simply frail. You can be an oxygenarian, you know, very old and who knows? There's all kinds of issues going on with frailty issues of any age. So when your client says, <clears throat> what does ease mean? Here's what I was confronted with starting 27 years ago. I'm going down the sidewalk and I've got my cane. I didn't have a guide dog at the time. Although guide dogs certainly are easier in this situation. Going down the sidewalk and lo and behold, there are things in the sidewalk that I never even considered before. Things like telephone poles or posts or meters or things that have been permanently put in the middle of the sidewalk. And, of course, visual people just go right around it. You don't even think about it. 
but the non-visual or the people with walkers or wheelchairs may not be able to get around. Now, let's go over the legal standard here real quick. The legal standard is 28 and a half inches. Well, you're getting very specific here. 28 and a half inches, there has to be that space between the obstacles to go through with, with a wheelchair or walkers, things like this. Now, some walkers and wheelchairs are not compatible with that standard. But the ones that officially have been made for it are compatible with that, and they will fit through the 28 and a half inch standard. This is to allow space getting through doorways, aisles, shopping, all of that kind of thing. So when they say that ease of access is important, you need to sit down and have a conversation because this is about relationship. Remember, it's always about relationship and what's going on in, pardon me. <laughs> Step it off camera. It's always about relationship and building that relationship with your with your client. You need to know in their head what is going on. When you say ease, who's coming? I you're looking at the client and they seem to be very ambulatory and no problem. Who is the house being purchased for or who is going to be living there with them? And when they say my 92-year-old grandmother that's wheelchair bound. Now you've got information. Now you know deeper as to the motives of buying the house. And you need to start taking a look deeper at those kind of issues when someone says they have these types of needs. Okay, always ask the client what it means for ease of access because the different accesses are different points. They're different things. For me, they would be one thing. For someone else in a wheelchair, there'd be something else. And then for some people that just have walking problems, and maybe they've had a stroke, maybe they've had life hit them hard, and they simply have trouble motivating themselves over the ground. Maybe they can't pick up one of their legs. There can be all kinds of things in our population, and these are wonderful, valuable people, but they may not be able to access every type of home. You may show up to, you may put together the tour of homes, and the first one on the tour, you know, it has that wonderful access into the garage, and then you go from the garage into the door into the house, and the first thing is, is the seven steps. Because it's kind of that split entry thing, or the garage sits a little bit lower. This may be a game over right there. Something you could have solved easily. Now, please don't be dragging people in wheelchairs up, up multiple stairs. This is not safe. Please don't be doing that. You need to find homes that work for them. Your job isn't to drag someone into a home and try to help them. Your job is to help them through your ability as a professional, as an agent, find the correct living situation that will enable them to have the best life ever. And this will build your relationship. This is exactly how to understand somebody's motives and intent in the home. So here, always check for safety issues 
when putting together that tour of homes. Always check for those safety issues because the safety issues will be there. Every home is going to have some kind of safety issue. And I'm talking safety in, in the line of the needs of the person for ingress and egress out of the home. I'm not talking those kind of safety things of a criminal waiting for you in the home. These are different kinds of safety things. So make sure you have clarity. Make sure that you fully understand. So you may have to go and check in advance at times if you're not clear about a home. Is the pathway clear? Is it smooth? Is it actually accessible and appropriate for someone with a wheelchair or with a walker? You know, a lot of the walkers kind of scoot along. Now, some people are able to pick them up a little bit, but a lot of them are made to scoot along the ground which means that they would have a lot of trouble with any kind of lumps in the ground. They need a smooth surface. This is understanding your client's need. And this doesn't mean that, that they have can't live that they have to live in some assisted living. There's lots of opportunities out there for homes that will work for these people. I live on a farm. And I'm blind. Now, my wife helps me a lot, of course, with that. <laughs> Thankfully, let me get a sip of cup of coffee this morning. This topic, I'll tell you, you get a hold of this, your client will love you for this. All right. Because understanding the motives and the need of your client is imperative to getting into their head and having the relationship with them. So let's talk about bushes. What about bushes that are encroaching on the sidewalk? If you are representing the seller, you need to go out and take a look. So they've advertised their house as ease of access. And maybe it is. It might, it might be a flat. We, we were representing someone recently that has an absolute flat entrance into their home and they have double masters on the main. It's wonderful. It's terrific. But what if you go out and look and the bushes haven't been trimmed in years and they have grown over top of the sidewalk where maybe there's a little sliver of sidewalk left and you have to walk around it. This needs to be corrected in advance so that people can easily actually access the house. Otherwise, you're leaving dollars on the table. These specially target markets are often willing to even pay more for a house that will actually fit their needs than other populations. Because the house, if it is a flat entrance and it meets all their needs, it's going to make sense for them to get the home. So they might be willing to bid the home up, but bushes in the way, they won't even be able to go into the home at all. They won't be able to navigate their wheelchair into the bark dust or into the grass, things like it just won't make any sense. Now, of course, we're in we're in the land of of electric wheelchairs and things like this, and I understand that, that doesn't mean that they can navigate themselves easily into grass. Wheels will get caught. Of course, in the Northwest, we live in a very rainy, wet environment. 
and it becomes muddy rapidly. I would personally never advise someone to take their wheelchair into a muddy grass. It might get permanently stuck and you can't get them out. You'd have to get assistance. All right. Before we go further this morning, let me try another sip of coffee this morning while you hit that like button. I love it when you hit the like button. It absolutely makes my day. Also, send me a comment about what do you do when you have clients with specialty needs? Clients that have ingress and egress issues. Whether it's a walker, a wheelchair, a cane, what, uh, whatever kind of physical ailment they have that is changing their position in life to be able to get around something, what do you do? Do you preview the home in advance? I hope you're at least having that conversation with them when they say that they'll, they'll bring it up and it'll sound something like, well, we need something with really easy access. What does that actually mean? Because to one pe person, it might mean, well, we can do a couple steps. It's not a big deal. And to another person, they're saying, we can't do steps at all. That's never going to work for us. Which, if it's only a few steps, you may be able to bring in your own ramp situation. Not necessarily for the initial showing. Hopefully, there's another way into the house. But you may be able to get a contractor, if they really like the house, to build a ramp that is appropriate. If there's room, if there's space, ramps can only be so steep. Don't you hate it? You show up to a house and they put a ramp in and the ramp is like a 45 degree angle. It, it would take a young person to try to crawl up this ramp. It's so steep. They've made the ramp way too steep. I mean, I don't know what the technical degrees is for a ramp, but it's really shallow. You can only have them something like five degrees. It's it's a very shallow. It, otherwise, you feel like you're falling falling over. And of course, you don't want that. That isn't the goal. You're going to put a ramp in. You want it appropriate. You also want to make sure that the ramp itself is sturdy. You know, we've all stepped out on ramps and had them just mushy. Okay, let's talk about signs and poles, and all of the street stuff that can be near a home, in and around a home, and even on the property of the home itself. So always take a look at all these types of obstacles. You know, it can be a mailbox that has been inset, but takes up some of the ingress-egress area to a home. That may not work for somebody. That may be a stumbling point. There may be other poles that are supporting handrails going a different direction. There may be fencing poles that are, that of course, supporting the fence itself. And that may not work for the person. Well, it just depends on the need, the direct needs of the individual themselves. You know... I've had quite a few clients and have some every year that have these kind of needs. And it is a great joy to help them find the perfect home. Let me tell you, you're building a client relationship for life when you do it. You really get involved with the client and help them find something. So 
for example, when they say they need single level, single level to access the home, this single level concept usually comes with the concept. And I'd like to hear from you in the comments on this. Usually comes with a flat entry area. It doesn't mean that you come up to the doorway and you have one or two quick little steps. Usually what they need on, on single, if they are saying they need single level, you need to have the conversation with them. When you say single level, can you not do stairs at all? This isn't a mocky thing. This isn't a point of making fun of somebody. This is a point of finding somebody's need that you can help them navigate their life even better, building the relationship and getting referrals in the future, of course, is what you will eventually do with this. Of course. But single level homes, incredibly popular right now, as we, we have an aging population that is desirous of single level, even if they can navigate, even if they can navigate steps. Single level homes for most people as they get older is incredibly important. My, my own mom, she's 87 years old. She can still navigate steps pretty well. But she prefers to live in a situation of, of an easy access single level as much as possible. Because she's getting older. It's, it's ease of access for her. And there's lots of people in this situation. So be, be aware when they mention single level, you're going to want to tear into this to find out what is really meant by single level. So you want to check the backyard, check the side yard, check the other entrances. So when someone says ease of access, does that mean all of the avenues, or can they only come in the front door, but going out the back door would never work for them? Well, this may be something that can be remedied by a contractor, and it may be very costly. Or the side door. I've been in homes that had ease of access into a front door, but the side door had, had three steps. Or the back door dropped down a significant step. And this may be a navigation problem for some people. While they still have the front door, they would have no other way to get out of the house. I mean, what if fire happened? You're going to want them to be able to get in and out. So I wouldn't mark a house off because it only has one flat entrance. When someone's asking for a flat entrance, I wouldn't mark the house off because the other entrances are not flat, because you need to get there and take a look and see what opportunities are there to make these entrances accessible. These are just really big issues with our aging population. This is a target area. If you're looking to grow your business, working with our aging populations and specialty need populations is a huge opportunity. It's absolutely monstrous. We don't even know the breadth of how big it is yet because we have so many people get, you know, getting old. Our population is getting older. That's how it is. 
and building this part of your business, it could be your whole business. It's going to take some time to build it. You're going to need to do some research. And you need to understand how to have the conversations with your client that will embed you into their motives and their intent. And that's huge. Let me get another sip of coffee here this morning. All right, cobblestones, cobblestones and pavers. Cobblestones and pavers are so beautiful. It brings in a bit of old world feel often, but often there can be grass and things that grow in between the cobblestones and the pavers. And it's not cared for really well. You know, walkers can't navigate that. You may, Although a wheelchair may be able to navigate it because it rolls through as long as there's enough pavers and cobblestones to support the chair. People that have other navigation issues may or may not be able to navigate this. I, being blind, I would have no trouble with some grass. But others that have navigation issues may have trouble with the cobblestones and the pavers you know, the, the stepping stones in, in between, because these things can be difficult if they're not cared for really, really well. Again, you want to go and take a look at this in advance. Dealing with specialty populations takes more research. It simply does. It takes a little bit more research. But by doing that research ahead of time, you will make your client exceedingly happy with you very attached to you. The fact that you've taken to heart the seriousness of the issues that they are having to deal with in life, I can tell you that is amazing. Also, understanding how to work with and interact with these populations. Let me just go over on a side note here and talk about the blind because, you know, I know a lot about this, Mark. People will grab you and instead of allow you to be assisted somewhere and hold on to them, they will grab you and push you somewhere. Nobody wants to be pushed. Nobody wants to be shoved around somewhere. Allow the person to tell you how they best are helped. This is incredibly important and will absolutely Earn their respect. I've been to doctor's offices that did exactly this to me. They didn't understand how to work with the blind. They didn't understand how to work with the disabled. Okay, let me get off that. That's a topic for a different day for sure. We have another sip of the coffee here. Now, a lot of these things add to the beauty. They add to the beauty. They add, you can have wonderful accessible areas that add to the beauty. They add to the accessibility. They do both and even more. Some of them are built so well. <clears throat> now, some of these are embedded in communities. Some of them may have HOAs. Some of the ones that are done so well. <coughs> excuse me. Some of the ones that are done so well are absolutely in some areas that have CCNRs, and these areas are cared for really well. 
and will cost a little bit more. But if your client can afford it, and I know not everybody can, and not everybody wants to, but some of these areas are highly desirous to be in because of how well they are cared for. Okay. When we're taking a look at how to get around, it can be difficult. It can be difficult to understand the needs of the individual person. It can be, that is a hard conversation to have. We just need to slow down a little bit and have those conversations. So are they in distress about this? Are they able to navigate easily, even though they have some problems? You just need to understand where they're at with, with this problem and allow them time. Are, is there a despair going on? And is there things that are not in repair of the home that could be put into repair that would help this person? Okay. Moving us, moving us forward a little bit this morning. This topic we're talking about today is difficult. I, I know how difficult. Many of you are saying, how will I ever help somebody like this? Do these people exist out there? I'd love to hear from you in the comments. I know that there's a lot of people out there that have helped specialty populations, veterans, a huge population that can be helped. There's lots of causes for walkways that are in poor repair. That disrepair of the walkway, it can be done, it can be roots that have grown underneath the walkway. That can be fixed. That can be a re repair addendum. There can be cracks. There can be just aged problems with a walkway. But if that's the problem, a contractor can come in for not that much money often and repair this and the home still work for the person. This is where you are going to have to have a clear understanding of what will work for your client when you go and look and look at a home. Now, water damage and sinkage, things like this, also in walkways. Often we're talking about water damage when it comes to the home. But here we're talking about water damage when it comes to the, the, the sidewalks that we actually walk on because there can be sinkholes and that might be caused by water damage and there may need to be put a pipe underneath to, to flow the water somewhere else and shore up that, that area of the sidewalk. Again, not a tremendous expense, but something you've got to pay close attention to and it would have to be repaired if you're dealing with a population that would need this, this kind of help. Something you need to pay close attention to for certain. All right. Interiors of the house, roofs, or to me, root, 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 I said roof, <laughs> root intrusion into the, the areas where we walk onto, including the steps in the house. The person may be able to do steps. But root intrusion can cause these things to slant. Root intrusion doesn't only just break things, but it can cause things to be off even, 
It can be off kilter a little bit. It can be several degrees off. This is something you want to take a look at. Even having things several degrees off that you may think is no big deal might be a big deal to the client you're working with. Understanding your clients is part of building your business. Can we get you to a six-figure income? Absolutely. The question is, are you willing to work with populations? Are you willing to take on target markets? Are you willing to work hard? I know that you are. I have faith in you. I know that you are willing to do it. You got license in this industry. You've grabbed a hold of this. You're looking at the market strongly. And now it's time to get you deep into some areas where you can build a reputation for working with these kind of clients. And other places will refer to you. And there are certifications you can get with the NAR within some of these areas. And you should definitely look at some of those certifications, like working with veterans. They have special needs. Working with the disabled, special needs, once again. And there are certs within some of these areas. This is Real Estate Daily. I'm your real estate guru, and we are here to help you build your business bigger than ever imagined before. We have a course called Kickstarter right down here in the banner where we have a course and coaching programs, one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, 100% money-back guarantee on all of our products, and we are here to build your business bigger than ever imagined. Have a great weekend. Go and build your business.